Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here, to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I've got a big show for you today. I'm going to be sharing with you five ways of knowing that your diet sucks. Yes, that's right. You did hear me. Five ways of knowing your diet sucks. And our social media question of the week, which includes how to build a bigger bench press. So make sure you stick around for that and enjoy the show. All right, guys. Now, most of you would know that I'm not even really a fan of the word diet because to me, it implies something that is short-term, it's a short fix, and it's not something that's going to be sustainable and that you can use for a long period of time to continue seeing results, something that fits in with your lifestyle, and it's it's not a way of eating most of the time anyway, or I'd say 99% of the time, a way of eating that's enjoyable. So today, what I wanted to do is share with you five ways of knowing that your diet sucks. And if you can relate to any of these five ways, and especially if you relate to all five, then it may be time to change it up. I'm going to give you an offer at the end of this podcast where I want you to come and join me in my coaching group. If you are if you are ticking off these boxes of the five ways of knowing that your diet sucks, then I want to help you, okay? So make sure you hang around to the end of the show. Uh, but for now, let's get stuck into number one. So the first way of knowing that your diet sucks is it's the same one that your trainer, your coach, your dietitian, or whoever you're working with has given to someone else. Now, if you've been following this podcast for some time now, you will know that cookie-cutter diets do not work, and it's something that I strongly believe in uh, or don't believe in is giving someone a nutrition plan or it's the same one that you've given to someone else with no, uh, no, no thought process to it whatsoever and no kind of consideration for the fact that everyone is different. So for myself, when I work with a client, I make sure that every nutrition plan is customized and it's customized to that person's goals, their body type, their nutrition history, their metabolism, what they like to eat, what they don't like to eat, whether they prefer carbohydrates, whether they prefer fats. Um, it all comes into play when you're putting together a nutrition plan or a nutritional approach, whether that's flexible dieting, whether that is tracking your macros and eating paleo, vegan, intermittent fasting. It doesn't matter what type of way you like to eat in, it should be customized to you and suited to you. So that's what's going to give you the best results. You're not going to get uh, the same results as someone who is 20 kilos heavier than you following the exact same nutrition plan, just as they wouldn't see the same results following your nutrition plan that's custom to you. All right, so a generic diet can actually do you more harm than good in most cases. And that's where you see a lot of trainers and coaches, if, if that's what they like to call themselves, giving out nutrition plans and, and meal plans to people with no regard for their personal needs um, and over a long period of time can really cause damage to that individual, whether it be slowing down their metabolism, causing a bad relationship with food, you know, things like binge eating um, and creating a bad relationship with certain foods, thinking that some foods are good, some foods are bad, and also just thinking that they need to starve themselves to see results because we all know that is definitely not the case. So that is number one. Number two, you have to eat a certain amount of meals per day. So on your nutrition plan or your meal plan, whatever diet you're following, you are told how many meals you need to eat per day. 
Now, as long as you reach your calorie and macronutrient targets by the end of the day, it's almost irrelevant as to how many meals you eat. You know this if you've been listening to the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast for some time now. In terms of your metabolism and whatnot, it really doesn't make much of a difference by spreading your meals out nice and evenly. So you shouldn't be stuck to a specific time frame or, or a certain amount of meals that you need to eat to make sure that you're following your meal plan or your nutrition plan properly. To me, that just makes no sense. Um, the most important part about your nutritional approach or your nutritional intake is making sure that you're fitting your your fitness, you're fitting your, your nutrition, your training around your lifestyle and you're not doing it the opposite way around. So we're not making sure that we're, cha- we're not having to change our whole life just to make sure that we can get in a certain amount of meals. Like you see people carrying around Tupperware containers and, and, and you know, taking the time out of the day to make sure that they eat right on this specific time or get their certain amount of meals in otherwise they'll be failing their diet which just is not is not true fit your meals in around your lifestyle your nutrition around your lifestyle and just make sure you reach your calorie targets by the end of the day and i guarantee you will see results Alrighty, moving on to mistake number three. So this is a mistake that is made when you are following a nutritional diet plan and this is going to give you a great indicator that it sucks. Alright, and I don't want you to be following a nutrition plan that sucks. I don't want you to be following a nutritional protocol that sucks because food is meant to be enjoyed. Nutrition is meant to be flexible. It's meant to be easy and seeing results isn't as hard as what you've probably been led to believe. So number three is that you can only eat or only drink from a certain group of foods or there's foods that are prohibited from your nutrition plan. Now this is one that really pisses me off. Food is food. Calories are calories. Yes, there are food and drinks that are higher in calorie, are higher in nutrient dense calories and whole foods and that are going to be better for your body. They're going to help you perform better. They're going to help you feel better and they're better for your health. But when it comes to body composition, there are no food groups that are off limits. And I think the number one mistake that someone can make with their diet is cutting out a food or a drink or a type of food group or a macronutrient group that they know they can't go the rest of their life without. That makes absolutely no sense because in the end, you're going to bring it back in at some point and most likely you're going to crave it more than what you did in the first place. And again, it's just working towards creating a bad relationship with food and drink, which is not what we're about. And you know the nonsense that there are fat loss and muscle building foods. Like, trust me, guys, I wish it was that easy. Imagine being able to just eat certain foods that are going to guarantee that you lose fat or eating certain foods, drinking certain drinks that guarantee you're going to build muscle mass. Like, how easy would that be? Everyone would be shredded. Everyone would be jacked. No one would be struggling with nutrition, but it's just not the case. All right? So don't restrict yourself from something that you know you cannot go the rest of your life without. Number four, mistake number four, or, or I guess the the uh, the mistake that you're probably seeing or maybe seeing with your your nutrition plan or your diet is you feel like shit in the very first week. Okay, this I can't tell you how many times I've seen this where people come to me saying that you know I've just started this new diet or this new nutrition plan with so and so. And it's only one or two weeks in and I feel crap. I've got no energy. My workouts are crappy already. I'm so hungry. I can't wait to finish the diet. All I can think about is eating something that's not on the diet. And again, it comes back to that, that, uh, that whole point of the word diet. Now, I know I, talks about, I talk about flexible dieting and it obviously does have the word diet in it, but we know that approach is different. So you don't have to suffer to see results, especially at the start. Anyway, you definitely shouldn't be suffering at the start. And you know like look if you are suffering right 
at the start of your fat loss phase, then something's wrong. Something is not something's not right, guys, and it shouldn't be that way because I think where people really, you know, have that negative outlook on eating well and training well is because they think you do need to suffer right from the start to see good results. And and as I've said, that's not true. Actually the last Two competitions that I've done, physique competitions that I've done, I really didn't even feel like I was dieting until the last week or so, which is pretty unreal considering I got in the best shape I've ever been in both times, okay? So, and that was on the extreme level. So if I can do that, then for someone that wants to just drop a few kilos or just get a little bit healthier, then they definitely don't need to be feeling crap right from the start, if if anything at all, you know, okay? So it should be enjoyable. It should be a sustainable approach, and that's what I'm all about here um, at the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. All right, now moving on to number five, okay? So our last way of knowing that our diet sucks is that you are allowed to have a cheat meal or day once a week. Now, I've spoken about cheat meals before. I think I covered it in a social media question of the week recently, but this is just my opinion. I know some people won't agree with it, but cheat meals don't work, all right? Yes, I said it. Cheat meals do not work. And I honestly think you should stop wasting your time with cheat meals and start fitting the foods and drinks that you enjoy into your daily calorie requirements and your macronutrient requirements, okay? It just comes back to... to, uh, to uh, point number three where I'm saying about you shouldn't be cutting out things you know you can't go the rest of your life without because you're going to want them at some stage guys so instead of doing that follow the 90-10 rule 90% of your calories coming from whole nutrient dense foods okay so we're getting in all that nutrients that we need but allowing 10% to, to eat or drink the, the things that we might enjoy a little more okay so things that may not be seen as healthy or or foods that you would typically eat on a diet it's fine to keep them in there, guys. Um, there's no need for a cheat meal because as I've discussed previously, all a cheat meal does is increase your average calorie intake for the week, sometimes by you know an absolute shitload, which by the end of the week, instead of being in a calorie deficit to lose body fat, you may be at your maintenance level or you know if you've really gone hard with your cheat meal or your cheat day, you may even be in a calorie surplus over the span of that week. So all that hard work that you put in, has just gone to waste and nobody wants to see that and uh, and again just cheat meals to me is just encouraging binge eating and it's uh it promotes a bad relationship with food and I know I've said it over and over again I probably sound like a broken record but that's that's not the go guys it's not it's not the way it needs to be so these are the five ways of knowing that your diet sucks I'll go through them one more time so number one was that it's the same diet that your trainer or your coach has given to someone else. Number two is that you have to eat a certain amount of meals per day or eat at certain times. Number three is that you only get to select from a certain amount of food or drinks and you are prohibited from eating uh, certain food groups or macronutrient groups. Number four is that you feel like shit in the very first week, so no energy, you're having shitty workouts, you're not looking forward to your diet or your training already, and it's only at the start. And number five is that you're allowed to have cheat meals or cheat days once per week or however long you've been prescribed. So that is five ways, guys, of knowing that your diet does suck. So what I want to do is make sure that your diet does not suck. And how we're going to do that is I would love for you to come and join me in the Flexible Dieting Coaching Group. I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes below. Uh, I would love to help you further understand nutrition if that's something that you, you struggle with and to make sure that you're actually working towards your goals but also learning how to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Okay, so there's nothing worse than following along with a plan that you've been given by someone but when you finish, you don't know what to do next. 
what I like to do as a coach, as a trainer, and I try and do this with all my content as well. That's why I do this podcast is to teach you how to eat and train and recover and live for sustainable results, to see results that are going to help you, that are going to help you understand why you're doing what you're doing and give you the control. I want you to be able to control your results, guys. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, hang around for this week's social media question of the week, and uh, I do appreciate you listening to this episode. Okay, this week's social media question of the week is how to build a bigger bench press. Now, I'm going to be covering this on a blog post coming up soon on my website, www.dannykennedyfitness.com, but I want to give you the three tips today that have helped me build my bench, and it's not exactly what you think. It's not bench pressing more. Now, most people, especially guys, love to talk about how much they can bench, and and it's one of probably the most popular lifts in the gym, especially for newbies. You know, there'll be people that have only just started lifting, and all you hear them talking about is how much do you bench, or how many days a week should I be doing bench press? But to actually get stronger on the bench press, it's not so much about doing more of it. It's actually about building up the areas that aren't your chest to help you get to help you lift heavier basically so what you want to be focusing on is number one getting a stronger back the stronger you are through your back particularly your upper back the stronger you'll be through your chest number two is to start stretching more stretching more through the pecs in particular the pec minus so right up near the shoulder and also through the lat insertion or the lat attachment because that's what's going to help you keep your shoulders in the correct position while you're doing bench press and then lastly is to get stronger triceps your triceps are the secondary muscle that help in bench press and the stronger and bigger your triceps are the stronger and bigger your bench press will be all right so it's not so much about getting better at bench press or doing more bench press obviously lifting with perfect form and proper technique plays a big role in how much you can lift and how big your chest is but to actually get once you've got those locked in to improve the bench press it's more so about building up a stronger back stretching more so staying mobile through your shoulders and then lastly getting stronger triceps i hope this has helped you guys now i know this week's episode was a little bit shorter but if it has helped you in any way if you found it useful i would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and post it on social media whether that is your instagram your instagram story your snapchat or even better post a link to this episode on your facebook share it with your friends let's try and grow this audience and if you are a fan of the fitness and lifestyle podcast it would mean the world to me and it would also help us grow this podcast if you could leave a review on itunes and also give the podcast a five-star rating uh you guys are champions thanks so much for tuning into today's episode and i can't wait to chat to you again in next week's show